ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, we're going to take it back. We're going back to 1995. August 3rd, 1995. That was a pivotal day in hip-hop history. On that day, the second annual Source Hip-Hop Music Awards took place. Now, if you know about the 95 Source Awards, you know a couple of things happened. You know that Outkast got booed. (laughs) You know that Snoop Dogg grabbed the mic from Dr. Dre and addressed the crowd when they booed Dr. Dre. And you know that Suge Knight famously got on stage and dissed Puff. However, some of the things that were never talked about were some of the actual awards that were handed out that night. So on this episode, which is part one of two episodes that we're going to do, we're actually going to talk about the awards. We're going to talk about some of the things surrounding the awards and who we would have voted for for each award. And of course, we'll get into the controversies. And I've got a special co-host riding with me on this one. My man Eclectic is back in the building. So sit tight. After the break, we will get this podcast jumping. Let's get it. And just like that, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Once again, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. And uh, as always, man, we got a special co-host. Well, he's really not special, but (laughs) we'll make him feel special anyway. Uh, You know, the man on my left who's reciting he's deaf, Eclectic is in the building. E, what up, baby? MCs and my people call me Clank. What up? What up? What's good? What's good? Nothing, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, I, coming on your show reminds me that I need to start recording again. So, you should. yeah, I know. So, um, but nah, it's good to be here. We're we're, we're talking about some good stuff. It's always uh, good to be on the show. And no matter what we talk about, it's gonna be funky. So, oh, of course, good. of course. And you know what's dope, man? It's like every time you come on, people always hit me up on social media, and they always talk about how you know how well we mesh together. And that's when I'm like. He needs to do more podcasts so people can hear him more. Yeah, so, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill it next week. And I, I, I gotta say, eclectic on IG, greater than eclectic <laughs> on Twitter. It is not. It is not. Twitter was way better. <laughs> I'm talking about my. I, I'm talking about what Your I get. Enjoyment. From, yes, my enjoyment from you on IG is way better than my enjoyment. Not that you were bad on Twitter, but your IG is kind of popping, man. <laughs> You are out of control. <laughs> this man is in a band. I didn't even notice. I'm not in a band. You you play at Harlot every what was it every Wednesday night? Look, man, I, I just be chilling, man, enjoying the vibes. That's I, that's I'm, all. And I made the texture of the night too because you posted a, a video, and there was water on your table. I'm like, why is he drinking water? It was no way that there was water. Was if it, it was water, right, listen, it might have been the start off water. Nah, I don't even get to start off water. <laughs> if, 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 if hey, I need to start off water. <laughs> nah, I, I, nah, nah. If it was water on that table, 
it was somebody that was sitting next to me this morning. Ah. Or it was just some kind of optical. Man, I, man, I don't drink water on that. Nah. In typical eclectic fashion, you guys, he manages to post the videos and you still don't see him in the video. <laughs> you, you don't want you don't want me all in the video. All in the video. <laughs> well played, well played. Yeah. Uh well, yeah, man, we got you on here, man. We're gonna talk about we're gonna take it back to nineteen ninety-five. Uh eclectic, before we get started, man, what were mm. you doing August third, nineteen ninety five? Oh, specifically that specifically day. Specifically I think that I had day. a uh, frosted strawberry pop tart <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> Fuck us I doing that day. Um but um, 95, I'm 100% was in college. JSU, where everybody's somebody. Come on, Grandma State. Holding your fate in the palm of my hand, blow you away like it's a part of the plan. Um, True Hall or Balder? That's it. Um, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. 95, man, I'm in college. Mm-hmm. Um, paying attention a little bit. It was it was a good climate, um, especially for music, what we talking about. Mm-hmm. Um um, actually, '95 was like the second, the start of the second golden year mm. era of like life period. You know, so you had the early '80s, '88, '89, mm-hmm. and then things kind of, kind of leveled off. And then once '93, '94, '95, that's when it started getting popping again, like the new era of um, almost everything: TV shows, movies. But especially um, hip hop, um, um, it was the second coming of a lot of people's debut. It was their second. It was a sophomore effort or their debuts um, that shaped what hip hop was going to be actually forever mm. uh, up until well when hip hop died in '99. <laughs> so um, <laughs> a slow death. Yeah, a slow painful death. <laughs> Listen. Look, and I, and I say like nah hip hop it it was so bad people was making albums yeah. called hip hop is, hip-hop dead. is it's not, dead it's not just me like ah you all. like people felt it people just knew it wasn't what it should be but you know long live hip hop no doubt no doubt now we know uh 95 was an incredible year for hip hop uh like you said the mid 90s uh was was everything and and you know much like you in 1995 August 3rd 1995 I was actually in college at South Carolina State University and um you know I was you know outside so I did not uh see the event live that we're about to talk about uh we're we're here to talk about the 1995 Source Awards Um, now, if you are a hip-hop fan, you know that that is pretty significant because uh, a few things happened. I've seen some hip-hop journalists even suggest that it was the day that hip-hop changed. Some say it was the day that hip-hop died. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to break it down. We're going to actually do something a little different. We're going to talk about, obviously, some of the events and quote-unquote controversy that happened. But we're also going to talk about the actual winners of these awards. Now, again, I didn't see it live. I saw it much later. Uh, And Eclectic didn't see it live either. But 
we're going to go over the nominees and the actual awards that were passed out that particular night and talk about those as well as, um, you know, some of the things that went down and, you know, people getting booed and, you know, people getting verbally assaulted on <laughs> on stage. So um, so let's start right there. The, now, the 95 Source Award actually starts off with a death row performance. Uh, mm. And it's, the death row performance was dumb long i mean like it was it started off with the dog pound they did uh what would you do then uh the lady of rage came through and did afro puffs uh and then the great late nate double nate d-o-double-g uh nate dog came on and sang uh his verse on ain't no fun the clean version <laughs> and then uh that was followed by dj quick with dollars and cents who if i'm not mistaken wasn't on death row but he was out there anyway um, <laughs> they just threw him in. He might have been a throw in or something. Uh, and then followed up by Snoop uh, doing "Murder Was the Case." So that's how the award show started. And you can tell just by looking at it, uh, it was you know the crowd was, you know they were they were somewhat receptive, but it wasn't hyped up. It wasn't amped up. And just keep in mind for those of you who probably weren't around or maybe not even born in 1995. Um, the West up until the mid nineties that like he talked about had it on lock, you know, and then 93, 94, the East started coming back. And, um, so that's what the, the kind of like the temperature was. So you could kind of tell that there was some, I, I hate to say tension, but it wasn't, if you look at it and, and it's online for those of you who want to go actually watch the ceremonies on YouTube, but, um, it was different. It was a different kind of show. So that's what started the show. The show was hosted by uh, the great uh, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Um, so now they they introduced the the first award show. The first uh, I'm getting tongue tied here. The first winners of the awards. So the nominees were. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, go ahead. Before you get into the nominees, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things that I want the listeners to know. One. Anything that he's going to ask me, mm. I have no idea. Right. He told me to do no prep for this show. None. I opened the mic, and, and so what you're about to hear, typically when we're on the show together, we'll do a little prep. If it's a list we got to do, obviously we're going to do some research. If it's about a year, obviously we're going to do some research. Um, and then everything is organic. But this is 100% organic. I have no idea what we're going to do. <laughs> and that is why... I had to stop him because I wanted to tell you what I thought about the opening performance because he didn't ask me. Okay, my bad. Please so, tell us. I thought it was really, really cool. Okay. I liked the they, they had sales set up and and each performer from Death Row or West Coast, because mm-hmm. of quick, came out of this sale did their performance, then went back in the cell. And I thought that was crazy. I thought that the dog pound sucked at performing. <laughs> um, I thought... They weren't that seasoned. Ra- I thought Rage and Nate Dog did the best. Mm-hmm. And um, I hate Snoop, so I hate, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, he's terrible. He's a terrible person. He's a terrible rapper. He's a terrible performer. He's a terrible everything. <laughs> Um, but I thought the crowd gave them love. They were super popular at the time. They were. I didn't. I didn't. Um, 
I didn't detect any beef. I, people was rocking with it. Everybody liked it. Ain't no mm-hmm. fun and oh, no question. stuff like that. Um, it is funny that, oh, excuse me, Quick performed a diss right live on an award show i don't think anybody's ever done that that's just like the grammys so come either. out grammys come on and then jay-z just gonna do takeover like wait a minute what is what are, you know now in our audience like wait a minute wait a minute what are we doing here right right who let you up there to do that yeah um so i thought that was funny also that might have been the first and the last time we saw sam sneed it was um and hot take hot take Go ahead. I take alert. He's a way better rapper than Daz, Snoop, and probably Pac. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. He was. Samson, he was pretty good, though. I, I know he was. Lyrically, he was better than Daz and no, Snoop. No. And he was definitely, he, he could have been better than Pac. Daz and Snoop can't rap. Come on, man. Come on now. They can rap? <laughs> yes. You don't Snoop like him, but it's cool. Snoop doesn't even write his. All right. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, um,. Also, um, Easter egg for anybody who's um, who has seen the award show. As I mentioned, they were all in sales before they perform. And did anybody, or since I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and it, but um, listeners, um, put in the comments or tweet or Instagrammers, did you see Tupac in the sale? No, Tupac was in jail. Tupac, Tupac was in jail, and Tupac didn't sign the death row in 1995. Um, Suge bailed him out, and then that's when he went to death row. Mm-hmm. But in that performance on the 95 Source Awards, when they in the sale, at the, the very last sale was a big life-size cutout of Tupac in his own sale. Wow. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's, it's just a little, little bit of trivia for everybody. Okay. Tupac was... Tupac was at the uh, <laughs> that was a at hologram the, at the death row performance. Yeah, he, he's a um, they, they did a cutout of him, and wow. he, he's in his own cell at the um, at the end of the stage. See, but, that's why I have him on here, not just because he's my man, but he knows stuff like because I I watched this and didn't even catch that. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so yeah. So so now you have the parameter. So no, he doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. So we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Uh, so after the performance, we have the uh, <clears throat> we have the the nominees for the new artist of the year. Now keep in mind that mm-hmm. uh, this is from I want to say from ninety four to ninety five. I want to say it's from September ninety four to it's a year's time, but it's I think it's from September to. The following, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the year, it's so like March or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, so album, and I, I'm assuming that the albums had to be submitted, or the you know the people for the nominees had to be submitted. So, uh, with that being said, mm. the nominees for best new artist of the year solo, the notorious B.I.G. Heard of him? Method Man. Song before Warren G. That's old boy with Nate Dog and the brat. A tat tat on that ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the winner was Biggie. Mm-hmm. So if you're choosing, mm-hmm. who are you taking? Mm-hmm. 
For that, I'm going to say Beggy. Okay. I will say Beggy because um, what also, um, listeners, if you haven't seen this or don't know, this 1995 Source Awards is the second Source Awards. It's just the only one that was televised or the first one that was televised. Right. And so I give it to Beggy because in 94, Wu-Tang won and Math got his... You know, it's props and and Biggie was a big thing in '94 <laughs> to '95. So now nah, I give it to Biggie. I, I have no beef there. Yeah, I I think it would have it would have come down between Big and uh, and Meth, but um, I'd have to give it to Big too. I think he was just at that particular time he was on a roll. Uh, you know, the album was out and he had been you know pretty much everywhere and uh, you know I think. In a sense, uh, even though Meth was the, the, I hate to use the word star, but he was the the star of Wu-Tang, he still had to share the shine to some degree in, in some people's eyes with the rest of the members of the clan. But, um, you know, but his solo album, which is an album that I like really a lot, um, it was, uh, I thought it was really, really dope to Cal still is one of those, you know, banging albums from that particular year. But, um, yeah, I would give Big the nod over... Uh, over meth. Um, and I, I don't think, you know, over the landscape of things, I don't think people, you know, really had much issue with Biggie winning. Um, so that was the, uh, the first award that was handed out. Um, up next mm-hmm. was the artist. I'm sorry, the best new artist of the year group. Okay. So first mm-hmm. they did the solo, then they did the group. Mm-hmm. Now, here are the nominees: Bone Thugs and Harmony, East Ninety Nine, Outcast. Hey, <laughs> start the playlistic. Uh, Ill and Al Scratch, the greatest first side side A of a tape that came out. When it came out, the first side of that tape is incredible. Side B, eh. stop it, just stop yeah. it. <laughs> uh, from the fiery pits of hell, it's the rap level, two years underground sub level with the devil. Come on, I'm brothers want to know can Al get busy? Of course not. <laughs> I just want to know, can Ill get, he'll tell you now with the bang, boom, pow, don't sleep, pull the Jeep, type, creep, whippy style. This guy. Come on. And last but not least, Smith & Wesson. Home of the original gut clappers. Yes, yes. So those were the nominees for Best New Artist of the Year group. Mm-hmm. 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 And the winner was? Drum roll. Outcast. Boy, did they get a reception <laughs> when they won? I think I think we'll sum it up by saying they get they got the reception that I would have gave them. <laughs> so if you were there, August third, nineteen ninety five, in the seats, would you have booed Outcast? Because Outcast was ceremoniously booed by damn near everybody in the arena. I I I I hold up, and the winner is, ladies, help me out. Outcast. Goodie Ma. 
Goody Mob in the house, you know what I'm saying? We want to say what's up to New York, you know what I'm saying? Because we from down south, you know what I'm saying? There's New York up in this, you know what I'm saying? Are y'all in here? You know what I'm saying? This y'all city. You know what I'm saying? We just want to say, you know what I'm saying? We'll say what's up to all the original MCs out there, people like that who got their own stuff. So what's up, Dre? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first of all, you know what I'm saying? We want to thank God, just, you know what I'm saying, dead serious, because if it weren't for him, you know what I'm saying, we wouldn't be here. But it's like this, though. I'm tired of folks, you know what I'm saying? Closed-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and don't nobody want to hear it, but it's like this, the South got something to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you this, because I remember this. I wouldn't even boo them, because I didn't hate them then. I just didn't like them. But I did two of my four songs that I liked by them are on that album. So I would have just been like, Mm, all right, I don't agree, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't have um, I wouldn't have booed him. But boy, was it funny! Also, what I remember is, oh, was it was it Pepper? Pepper. It was mm -hmm. Salt and Pepper. Yeah, Salt and uh, Pepper and Kid and Kid from Kid and Play. They actually announced the uh, the winner. I remember. And they the sounded so well. You wouldn't remember. But, but, <laughs> they were so but, disgusted. Yeah, because she read the thing and she was just like, and the winner is Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, yuck. Yeah, they they, they weren't impressed at all. They weren't impressed. So before we get it, go into a deep dive about this, um, I'll ask you, e, if, if, if you're the judge, you got to make that call mm -hmm. on who wins that award. Who are you handing the trophy to? All right, now it was Outkast, L and L, Bone Thugs, Smith and Wesson, Smith Bone and Thugs. Wesson. I, I, I probably would have gave it to Bone Thugs, and I'm not a Bone Thugs fan either okay. or at all. Like okay. I've never purchased their music. Really? I don't have any of their songs in my Serato nope. or iTunes. No first of the month. So, no nothing. No, I hated that song. <laughs> I have more Outkast songs in oh, my wow. iTunes. Than I do bone thugs because <laughs> it is four to zero. <laughs> I have zero. So, so um, and but if I'm based, nah, I would have gave it to them. Okay. Um, just just off the strength, put it like this. Um, at that awards, bone thugs performed. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to go through like three or four songs, and every. The crowd loved it. The they crowd did. was rolling with it. <laughs> Outcast didn't even perform, which probably is a great thing, but they went on stage, and even if they did go on stage, remember, at that time, they only had that album. That the was first it. Album. You're right. They wouldn't have been able to do three, four, five songs like that and got that reaction. So, nah, I would have gave it to both of us. So, here, here's how I would have... You know, shaking out for me. Um, I definitely would have given it to Outkast, uh, but I will say that, like you mentioned, uh, as far as Bone, the East '99 album was dope. I actually, I actually bought that album 
but the weird thing for me with Bone is that like I bought that album and the first and the I'm sorry the second album as well. Uh-huh. But like you just I didn't care about your money, man. I you know how it was, man. Music dropped, man. We had to cop. If it dropped, we mm. was gonna cop. It was just it's just and plus I was getting CDs for free at that time. So <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Well, take me. Well, I mean. All right, man. Shouts to the five finger discount. Yeah, Go ahead. I mean, statue of limitations passed, right? Mm-mm. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I go pay for pay for one and get seven. So you know, that's mm-hmm. how it was. Oh shit. What's this? A random house? <laughs> 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 no, I had, a, I had a partner that worked at a record store. All right, um, go ahead. So yeah, so I would give it Outcast, man. Southern playlistic Cadillac music uh, was a dope ass bangs to this day. One of my favorites. Um, and I think, and I've spoken about, you know, Outkast and their significance, you know, to what that album and what they did for the South. Um, but I will say this. I was, like everybody else, really, really surprised that, uh, you know, what happened. And obviously we remember Andre's 3000 getting up on stage and saying, you know, the South got something to say. Um, Which is so shut up. He, but I mean, what else? But when you look at that, what else could he have said? Because nothing. He could have said thank you for the award and went off the. No, he stage really wanted to say like fuck all else. of y'all. That's what he wanted to say. But he was in New York, so he couldn't. South got something. They to got say. something to say, and the South been running it ever since. I mean, so really, really, he you know he was very kind of you know prophetic, if you will, and I think. Um, Yes, he was. And I think uh, but I think that was a defining moment for, you know, not just Outkast, but for Southern acts, because, you know, for a while, for a long while in hip hop, you know, they weren't respected because, you know, nationally there was, you know, the acts like Luke. And, you know, so for a long time, Southern music was just known as also. Also. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Go ahead. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Two very two two points. Mm hmm. Point one, when he went out there and looked at like an idiot talking about Stop the South, got something to say. Big Boy was just like, hey, yo, um, shout out to you know, thanks for this shit. <laughs> hey, thank you. And then this dude. So that wasn't a big thing then in 95 or 96. It wasn't, they didn't um, put in the source or uh, on Yo MTV Raps or Rap City, like, oh, went, this went down and they got booed and, and Dre said the South got something to say. Right. That wasn't a big thing until, man, my AT Aliens came and then nobody <laughs> care. <laughs> Stop Don't it. Don't try to, no, 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 no. Revisionist history. Maybe no, you're right. No, it, it wasn't. Because no, when it, he but, said that, no, that's no, when everybody, no, no, no one no. cared. No one cared. That I he cared. Said. I'm from no, the south. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, it wasn't like <laughs> I got, I got oh, then the next day, um, the Giddy south came out and then Ti, who was like twelve, came. It, 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 that <laughs> yeah, wasn't I was a like thing. seven years old. Yeah, come on. So, so, so that's point one. People, when people like somebody, they always try to point something. Nah, because because remember when they did this the the. It's the reverse. Saying when he said that is like the reverse of bringing up old tweets. Mm-hmm. When someone get popular, now nah, look what they used to say. Yeah, look so what then when dudes start popping, it's like, and say he been on that. Remember in '95, and he's like, shut up. <laughs> Nobody. Even, so, so that's that's point one. Point two, if I remember this correctly, and I might not, but as soon right after he said that. 
the fucking uh, 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 Tootsie Roll guys came out. <laughs> you you one step ahead of me, yeah. And started fucking the stage <laughs> with the shirts off. So that's what the South had to say, man. Shut up. All right, all right. I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you good. Um, no, it was. I, th- I think it was. It was a great moment. Now, like you said, it's revisionist history. No, it didn't. It didn't change anything. Like the next day, I mean, Goody Mob didn't drop like hit him, hit him up or anything like that. But I think when we look back at it, you know, we'll see what happened and. And that was a defining moment for them. And it was just like, you know, they figured, okay, well, hey, we're going to be who we are and we're not worried about being accepted by anybody else. And I think that was. If he would have said that, that probably would have made some noise then. But he didn't say that. Yeah, he was mad. got something to say. All right. All right, all right, okay, then what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. He's like, man, I got to get off the stage before I start cussing. If you would if you would have said what you just said, people would have been like, "Oh shit, you know what? All right, let's 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 you know, let's see." But the South got something to say. Um, all right, <laughs> off the stage, man. You're not even weird yet. <laughs> no, no, no. He wasn't weird yet. No, he was. Yeah, you're not even weird yet. Shut up. If he came up there, if he was weird, we would have been like, "All right, well, what's the weirdo have to say?" Right, right, but, right. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah, it was so that happened. And then so, again, that was something that and and like you said, what was weird about it was the fact that, you know, getting booed at a, you know, an award show that rarely happens. I I, I can't ever remember it happening, really. But to get I get the source props because unlike the American Music Awards and the Grammys, they had real people out there it was fans mm-hmm. and yo no question it was you know artists that was like nah we gonna we're not gonna front you know and you know one could say well the um awards was in new york so you know they had the new york bias which i'm not saying that they didn't but i mean the source is based on new york so they wasn't gonna be in la and anywhere else wouldn't have made any sense mm-hmm yeah, that's true. So, and and that that that's something that that I think people can can't lose can't afford to lose sight of because you're right. This wasn't just industry people. I mean, like now at the time of this recording, if you watch the Grammys, if you watch, you know, the the BET awards and I, sidebar, I wish I had time to talk about how <laughs> the BET awards, the hip hop BET awards get recorded and played back mm. like two months later, and we let them get that shit off, and nobody said nobody even checks BET on that. With, meanwhile, well, not that, because it's the Source Awards fault. <laughs> I know I blame Vibe Magazine. No, it's, the Vibe, it's, remember you remember the Vibe Awards? Oh yeah, Vibe, the Vibe Awards. Okay, well it's it's both. It's it's their fault. It's not BET. It's oh wait a minute, what happened with the chair and the, yeah, and then the gun? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing this live. You guys are not yeah. act. So yeah, it, so yeah, it it um, it, so we we go from that to, um, like you mentioned, they get booed, and the neck they go to commercial and they come back and they have a performance by the sixty nine boys <laughs> doing the tootsie roll, uh, which was interesting in and of itself. 
uh, followed by our performance with. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Go, you go are ahead, not closing over the sixty nine. Oh, I mean, if you want to talk about the sixty nine boys, we can talk I about. I one hundred percent want to talk about the sixty nine because I really don't boys performance. Go ahead. Um, everyone, a few things. One, this performance would and could never happen now. Do tell. We had four or five, I don't know how many, we had 69 boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many boys, but the boys was there. And it was not a single woman in sight. <laughs> but everybody on that stage was twerking and popping their ass. <laughs> I didn't I see repeat. That. There was uh, not a woman on the stage. This is true. At one point, shirts were off, and there were ass popping and and floor grinding on the stage. I repeat, there were no women on the stage. If this would have gone down now, it just wouldn't have. Mm. And it would have been it would if it was going down now with a ton of women, and the guys would have just been over to the left doing their song. But here's the thing. They weren't booed. Nope. Outcast was booed. They were not booed. They was like, all right, get it <laughs> off. <laughs> they were not. And that's very important. I want people to understand. Oh, well, they just hating on the South. And then they kept, no, 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 no. 69 boys came out right after. Right after that, did, yeah. Did the, most, did the most pause AO performance in the history <laughs> Of hip hop rap and have never been invited back, but they did not get booed. They got their whole thing off. Also, Kyle, you're um, you're a fan of the '69 Boys. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. Shut up. Here's the thing, and I, this was a debate at the bar um, oh, a few shit. weeks ago, actually. Shit. This is this is fun. This is a fun debate. Play this with your friends, even though I'm gonna give you the answer. Mm-hmm. The Tissy Rose song. Mm-hmm. Lyrics say, "Cotton candy." What's the next? What's the next line? Sweet or gold? You are wrong. Really? This is the thing. People will tell you, "Sweet, sweet." Or gold, that's what you said? Yeah. Um, they will also say sweet and low. Sweet and low? Mm-hmm. Ain't no sugar. <laughs> they also say they also say sweet as gold. Okay, that's plausible. But I'm telling you right now what they really say. What do they say? That no one agreed with me and they said that was the least likely thing that they say but I guarantee you it's what they say it is sweetie go wow hmm look at you with cotton, the with the hip hop trivia cotton candy sweetie go wow would you go to genius to look that up no genius is always wrong <laughs> Man, I like genius. I hate genius. Nah, man. 
Genius d- is wrong sometimes. You'll look up like Nas. He'll be like, nah, New York State on my spine. I'm like, nah, that's not what you say. <laughs> Shut up, nah. But anyway, um, but nah, if you go and look at lyrics, because that's what happened at the debate at the bar. Okay. Like four different lyric pages, mm-hmm. four different answers. Wow. But anyway, go ahead. Go wow, ahead. You didn't wow, want wow. to talk about how dope, <laughs> how dope and baller the 69 Because they weren't. Were. And again, they weren't invited back to anybody's award show ever. Okay. What was their next single that was dope? Uh, I don't know. I, exactly. That's why they weren't invited. How they had <laughs> I actually saw them in concert last year. At, at, yeah, I told you he was a 69. No. no. Uh, uh, they were at the Freaknik concert. Hey, of, of the 69 boys, guess who the 12th one is? <laughs> <laughs> he the 12th boy. They actually, you don't know that this was almost called the 12th boy podcast. They were at the they were at the Freaknik concert and they were a throw in again. And they actually were pretty good. They, but this time they had, you know, female dancers and they did no dancing because they're old and fat. So so that's you know take it for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> the 12th boy didn't get up there. <laughs> no, hell no, <laughs> hell no. So then we get back to in the uh, in, in the in, at the source was we actually have a moment where uh, ironically the source magazine is going to hand out an award for an R and B artist, um, and so they are presenting the artist for excuse me presenting the award for R and B artist of the year. The nominees are TLC. Um, they creep on the down low. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Underboobs. Right. Brandy. Yuck. <laughs> this man does not like Brandy. <laughs> He's never said one positive thing anytime we ever mention Brandy. All right, um, I'm going to say something positive. Okay. It's dope that Without a mirror, she could look at both her ears. <laughs> I think that's dope. Uh, Robert Kelly. <laughs> Robert Kelly. Hey. I mean, that's I, can't, it. I not, hate y'all. I hate no, no. You, you know what? You're right. You know, before you even said, you, we talked about it on the R&B podcast. You know what? At that particular time, I he do. deserved to be you know, nominated for that award. Robert Kelly. <laughs> Because this shit was fire. This shit was fire. Uh, And last but not least, Mary J. Blige. The queen of killing (laughs) R&B. The queen of hip hop. So so I'm not going to tell you guys who won just yet. E, you got to vote. Who are you you handing the award to? Nah, that's um, that's when my life came out. You got to give it to my life. Mm, There you go. Now you're talking. I mean, yeah. listen, I, I, I know, I know, you know, I got to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would give it Mary J too. Again, R. Kelly was dope. Uh, TLC was killing it. I mean, I understand how TLC could have won. TLC would win the more accepted and European awards, mm-hmm. which they did. Because mm-hmm. my life didn't win no Grammys or shit like that, did it? Uh, I don't think it did. Nah, that's a good question. I don't you had think to get the you had to get the hood. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so I I mean TLC was dope. Brandy was I mean Brandy was popping. She was bubbling a little bit. Um, Monica uh, should have been up there. <laughs> R. Kelly again was I mean he had hot he had hot shit back then, 
And uh, but yeah, I'm I'm giving it to Mary J. Blige hands down. She's winning. Uh, this award actually was presented by this is when we had the, the clip of uh, ODB. Actually, they actually let ODB present an award, which is funny in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm giving it to Mary J. Blige, one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, first, what four albums? Um, first, first four releases. Yes. Yes. Um, incredible. Anything after that, man, it's a single hand there, but y'all can ultimately yeah, keep I it. Kind of checked out a little bit myself. <laughs> yeah. hey, maybe we need to do a podcast about why we stopped listening to certain people. Um, I'm down. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that too because we got a long list of people. Yeah. We stop fucking uh-huh. um, So, yeah. So, so we had that. And that was, uh, again, a great look. A little different because, again, you know, it's the Source Awards actually, uh, you know, honoring uh, an R&B artist. But, I mean, Mary J was definitely more than just R&B. And, you know, like you said, she had love everywhere. So um, the next part of the award was the Pioneer Award. And Mm. 1995's Pioneer Award went to Run DMC. Um, for you, for you, fresh. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, your thoughts on Run DMC, man? I mean, we I know we could do a whole podcast on Run DMC, man. Um, just your thoughts on them getting the Pioneer Award. Of course, you know it was Run DMC, Run uh, DMC, and of course Jam Master J were all there to accept the award. This is when Jam Master J was still here with us. Uh, rest in peace. But um, your thoughts on, on Run DMC getting this award from uh, the Source Awards? Um, I think it, I don't remember who got it in '94, but nah, one of them sees for everything, all encompassing everything that the greatest hip hop group of all time, and you had you had to do it. I mean, if it weren't for Run DMC, there would be no source. Mm-hmm. magazine or a source award second it just wouldn't be it's and nothing will change my mind about that rap and hip-hop wouldn't be it might not even be mm. it's they're the equivalent of bird and magic saving the nba nah i mean there might have been some people rapping but it wouldn't it wouldn't be where it is it's it's impossible Oh, no question. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. I mean, uh, Run DMC was, you know, my introduction to rap, you know, and hip hop. And uh, they they were the epitome of the ultimate hip hop group, B-Boys. You know, it's it's uh, I always laugh when I think about it, because for (laughs) for a long time in my house, you know, raising kids, my kids didn't know who Run was. They just thought he was a cool dude on Run's house. Like they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. They only associated him with his kid. It's like, oh, that that's Diggy's dad. Like, and that's uh, you know, Angela and Russell's and JoJo's dad. So, oh, he's definitely um, <laughs> Angela's dad now because you look at Instagram. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> and Vanessa. Like, oh yeah. And, oh, oh my gosh, they have they, they have grown up for real, really grown up. But that's another story of another day. Um, yeah, okay, put that on on air. <laughs> so, so yeah, it it was good to see that man. I mean, it's still it's still tough for me to see you know them without Jay, 
uh, because, you know, that's what we grew up on. I mean, I, I, I go back to 1984 with Run DMC and, you know, watching the Rockbox video. And, um, you know, we just I just remember me and a couple of my friends, we just we wanted to be like those dudes, man. And anybody, I think, that started listening to hip hop in the mid to late 80s, you know, Run DMC was, you know, one of the torchbearers for the for the genre. And, um, you know, of course, then you got Crush Groove. So, I mean, like this this award, you know, how sometimes we watch award shows and people get these bogus awards that really don't deserve it. I mean, it gets no better than the. I mean, it's aptly named the Pioneer Award. There mm-hmm. probably weren't any bigger pioneers at that particular time than Run DMC. So. So no, no, <clears throat> you get no argument from from me on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Source Awards is still, you know, moving on. Uh, after the Pioneer Award, it comes time for the Lyricist of the Year Award. Uh, mm. Hip hop, nom- hip hop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the nominees are Big Mike, my personal favorite Southern rapper. Wow, didn't expect that. Um, Red Man. From Doc. Come on. Uh, the Notorious B.I.G. Frank White. Rolling. Nas. Cute Burrow's Finest. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the trophy's in your hand. Uh, thank you. Who are you going to give this to? Oh, I'm giving it to the best lyricist, Nasir Jones. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it wasn't lyr- was lyricist of the year, right? Yeah, lyricist of the year, lyricist, not rapper of the year, lyricist of the year. And again, remember the time we're talking ninety four to ninety five. Yeah, you say lyricist of the year, right? Lyricist so, of the year. So that year, I'm giving it to <laughs> the best lyricist, which is which is not same here, <laughs> same here. I'm giving it to Nas without a doubt. Unfortunately. However. However, comma, however. Also how. Yeah, the winner was Notorious B.I.G. And Like an ugly as ever, however. He did it for Brooklyn. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on him winning over Nas. That and Big Mike. <laughs> listen, people sleep. I mean, it was no bullshit. He is my favorite Southern um rapper. Um but fucking Redman. Personally, right, I think right, right. is a better lyricist than Big, but I mean, whatever. Wait, is he, is he um, is, wait, wait, but is is Redman bigger than better than Big Mike? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just had to ask. Yes. Well, thank you for asking. <sighs> so, Big Mike is the second best big in that list. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, all right. Is um, is Big Mike the best, most lyrical ghetto boy? Yes. No, he's not. But go ahead. All right. So, um, that that felt like a popularity slash. Let me make him feel. Yeah. Good award slash Nas killed it last year at the Source Awards. So let's just you know what I'm saying. But there's no there's no planet 
There's no alternate or mirror universe where Nas isn't the best lyricist out of that list that year. Preach. Yeah, so, nah. That was that was that was a snub. Uh, what um, what what big pun say? Um, it's so hard. Take off my drawers and jerk me like the Swoopsie Boys. <laughs> I remember that line. That shit had me rolling when I first because you, you don't get it at first, and then you're like, right, hey, right. That's pretty good. Oh, that was a dope line. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm with you, man. I don't understand. Well, looking on it now, I understand how and why Big got the award. Um, it's just he shouldn't have. You know, he shouldn't have. And and one thing that they did announce at the end of the broadcast was how the ballots were calculated, and they did use fan votes. Benzino. <laughs> you say no more. So um, it goes back to what you just said. It was a popularity contest. Nas is extremely popular, but he ain't as he wasn't as popular as Biggie at that particular time. Well, well, that plus some very important, which which could sway the votes. What's that? This is the ninety five Source Awards. Mm-hmm. Biggie's album came out. Nas didn't have it was written till ninety six. This is true. So Nas was in so between. So he albums. didn't have yeah he didn't have an album even though boy he was blazing. Every feature and every mixtape, every clue, mm. man, man, so, everybody, yeah. SNS, Green Lantern, Tony Toka, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I, I, I'm with you, man. It, it's, it was, it was definitely a popularity contest, and again, that's no knock to Big. And I know you big fans are going. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan too. But lyricist of the year, I think, what to to ease point that if 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 Biggie got the nod, it's strictly because his album came out that particular year or in that time frame in which they, you know, you know, did the voting or whatever calculations. Um, mm-hmm. But if we're going to talk lyricists, if we just going lyricists, lyricists, because <laughs> yeah, let me let yeah, me just double check the 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 I'm looking at the award. It says lyricists of the year. Yeah. If we're going lyricists of the year, then you got to give it to the best lyricists. Lyricists. Yeah, that's, that'd be that's what, funny mm-hmm. concept, right? So that's not. Also, listen, and I'm saying this for the third time. <laughs> my favorite Southern rapper, mm-hmm. but how he get nominated? Whoa, what's, what's, what's happening? What's, what's, you, what's going on with the nominees? I, I was... I, I'm glad you said that because when I went back and, you know, as I was doing some research for this, when I went back and actually watched this, I didn't know what the nominees were. I, I knew who, who the winners were, but I didn't know who the nominees were. So I actually sat and watched this. And when Big Mike came, I was like, huh? <laughs> I just said I mean, it real loud. I was like, huh? Big Mike? That could have been math. That could have been Keith Murray. Yeah, it we're talking been, 95, 94, 95. Yeah, it could have been CL Smooth. It could have even been Common. He was still kind of since then. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it could have been. But listen, I will say this. A wise man once said, fly holes and chains and swanking things. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Big Mike. Yeah, I like Big Mike. I like Big yeah. Mike. I don't, he's not my favorite ghetto boy, but I like Big Mike. Um, 
so yeah, so that's how the Source Awards is rolling at this point. Um, next up, we had the uh, award for the video of the year. So we go from mm-hmm. lyricist of the year to video of the year. Um, the nominees are Natural Born Killers, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube, Snoop Doggy Dog, Murder Was the Case. I wish it was. Coolio, Fantastic Voyage. Come the fuck. And Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. Great song, not a dope video. Yeah, so we're talking videos. We're not talking about the songs. So these are probably the worst videos of the the best video didn't even get nominated. Okay, so what? Yeah, before you even tell us your answer, what video did you think should have been nominated? It should have had to give it to you by the brat. That video is crazy. Okay, okay. A lot of cameos in that joint too. That is the one video. That I wish I could have been at the set for. That video is incredible, and the song is dope. Yeah, it's, it's dope. like a remix. It's not. It's not the one that's on the album. Everything about that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, come on. I can name. I can name twenty videos <laughs> that came out. That came out that year that was better than. Come on, man. You could have put any of the Biggie videos up there. Yeah. You could have put um you could have put um Bring the Pain. Oh yes. You could have put Regulate. You could have put yes. I used to love her. Come on, man. Come on, <laughs> These man. are the videos you could have put. You could have put the most beautiful thing. Keep um, worry on that Lexus. Yeah. Come on. Come on you yeah. Stop. You could have put Sugar Hill up there. You could have put um And who made Sugar Hill? Uh, New, York, New York City's 90s Rososa, AZ. Come on. He makes his way into every podcast we I, do. I didn't say his name. I mean, I, I might as well. I didn't say his name. I, I might as well. I might as I well. I didn't say his name. Me and you, we, um, but they, we could, go ahead, go ahead. They, they could have put any. Those are nothing. None of those videos that were nominated was better than any of the ones I said. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Don't, I don't, again, I don't know how the they. The songs weren't even better. <laughs> and the it, video. These were, the they, yeah, these were good. I, but there you go. You, you you went right where I was going. Flavor in Your Ear was a dope ass song with an incredible remix. But the video, it's not video, video of the year material. No. Fantastic. Come on, man. Come on. You, don't, you didn't slip any slide? No, hell no. You know I hate Coolio. Well, I don't, let me take it back. I don't hate Coolio. I, don't, I dislike Coolio. Which is weird because um, the people, you, you're, you're just listening. Um, Kyle wears his hair like Coolio. <laughs> I did never, ever, ever in your life see me with my hair looking like that. Um, but yeah, so ladies and gentlemen. Kyle, Kyle and Skyler both wear <laughs> I would never have Skyler's hair like that. She killed me. Um so the winner was Dr. Dre and Ice Cube for Natural Born Killers. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it off of nostalgia and they, they back together and they did a video, I guess. Yeah, if but, it was mine, I'm giving it to uh, Flavor Year. 
At least it wasn't stupid. Um, uh, the mothers were just stupid. I would probably give it to. Uh, I probably give. I mean, of the four, I probably give it to Natural Born Killers too. But that's just of this four. Now again. I don't think this was the best video of that particular time, but, you know, Dr. Dre wins the award. And, of course, Dr. Dre comes on stage and, you know, here come the booze. And that's when Snoop Dogg grabs the mic and famously says, y'all ain't got no love for Dr. Dre. I 100% thought that uh, Suge came before the Snoop. Mm. No, he came after that. I am 1,000%. No, no, no. no. You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dre got booed at the... He got booed. He was, he was up there. He wasn't up there that long. He got booed. I I'm don't sorry. remember You're, him getting booed. He... I just know. He, I know not, he went up there. You know but, what it was? But, he, he was. You're right. He wasn't booed like like outcast, <laughs> like outcast. But there like, were some booze. He wasn't on stage that long, but it was things were starting to bubble a little bit in the crowd. So you're right. No, that came the the the, the Snoop jumping on the stage didn't that didn't come until yeah. next. I'm the sorry. Only reason the only reason why I was so sure of this is because of my hatred of Snoop and how fake he is. But we'll get to that. <laughs> Okay, so you're right. So video, so Dre wins video of the year. Um, then we come back. I think they go to commercial. Come back with a Bad Boys performance. And when mm. I say everybody from Bad Boy performed, I'm talking about everybody from Mace Puff. Um, Mace was not there. Not Mace. I'm sorry, Puff. Faith. <laughs> I meant Mace. to say. I meant to say Faith. Faith. Uh, Junior Mafia. And man, let me tell you something. When Lil' Kim came out there. Lil' that, Kim that's, um, that's version Kim one. I, that's the Kim Original I recipe. That's the Kim I remember. Yeah. <sighs> and the crowd ate it up. What? They love Lil' Kim. Uh, and then, of course, Biggie closed it out. Um, Listen, it, go ahead. This is... <laughs> people with astute eyes notice certain certain things one boy even though he nominated got nominated a couple of times and laid it off boy puff and big really didn't fuck with craig mack <laughs> like yeah craig mack did had, perform too and harf pierre as his hype man <laughs> fucking harf yeah. Puff didn't come out dancing with him. Didn't do. You didn't see Puff until you saw Biggie. Matter of fact, I am ninety percent certain Craig wasn't even sitting in the same row with them. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, man, it's it's it it's sad. Terrible. Rest in peace to Craig Mack, man. I mean. I don't know, man. We, you and I have talked about it before. I think on your podcast, it just you know what could have been and what probably should have been with Craig Mack. You know, Biggie got the shine, and Craig Mack had you know a, a dope. Uh, and Biggie it, had the shine, and Craig had the bigger song. Yeah, he had, a, and he had a dope first album. I mean, hey man, well, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, also, um, 
noticeable. They just skipped Lil C's whole verse. <laughs> and they, they didn't even have, have him. They should have. <clears throat> Come on. They were pressed I mean, for like time. Wrote it, big wrote it. They, so, I mean, they were pressed for time. They had to get to Kim. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they gave they gave total to one verse. Yeah, total perform. You're right. Uh, they, Faith came they, out. Faith. They they got it up for Faith too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yes, they should. Uh, well, I mean, for that, that Faith album and that that my life is neck and neck in my life. Um, so so um, slept on, loved but so uh, slept on by the masses. One thing, and since we're talking about this award show, mm-hmm. I've heard people say that Puff fanned the flames of the shit with um, Suge because from what I thought, I thought the Suge thing happened before the Puff, the bad boy performance. When you go back and look because, at it, because hold on, hold go, on. Go, ahead, go ahead, okay. Because, because Suge went up there for what? Was it the movie? Mm-hmm. Which was up next. So I could have sworn it happened before the Bad Boy thing, mm-hmm. because and only this is the only reason why I say that is because people said. That Puff, the intro, fan the flames, but he didn't do nothing. He just said, I'm going to live in these, I'm going to die in these. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It, it was it was that. And I think like when Biggie accepted his award, uh, and I think when somebody else came up there, it was just, you had... It was almost like every time somebody came up and accepted an award, they told you where they were from. East Coast in the house. West Coast in the house. Like, it was just, it was that every single time. So, it was just like. Well, 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 one, you know, the, they didn't do really East Coast in the house. They would say the borough. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's what New York do everywhere. Right. Like, at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> So like BX all day. I'm like, all right, man. Brooklyn's in the house. Wanted, uptown, uptown. I just I just wanted a burrito bowl. Right. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> but the other thing is, they said that Shug brought like four or five hundred people with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got them tickets. So they was all in the crowd. Yep. And and they said that Wu Wu Tang bought like a thousand people. They did. And they bought they all of Shaolin. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm guessing, you know, when they're going on stage, they, you know, they shouting out fake people like, mm-hmm. yeah, we here. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I personally don't think it was a fuck New York or nah. fuck LA thing. I think it was just, hey, it's like if you, when you go graduate, you go look in the crowd for your people and get them the, the fist pump and everything. You ain't saying fuck all your other <laughs> classmates. You just right, like, hey, right. we here. I see you. You see us. I'm up here on the stage. Mm-hmm. Can you believe we up here on the stage? Can you believe we won? We won. I brought all of y'all over here on the plane. I brought all of y'all down here on the train. I hang out with y'all every day on the block. We won. We here. And I, don't, I honestly don't think. None of the stuff was a thing until 
fat fuck Kool-Aid face Shug <laughs> went up there and did that. I, I honestly don't believe anything was anything before that. Yeah, you, you make a great point. I think uh, it, it was other than them shouting out which coast they were from. It was it, it wasn't. Because when I went back and watched it, I was actually looking for that to see if there was, um, you know, something brewing or anything like it really wasn't not like not on that level, like how you might think, you know, because the only people that got booze outcast. Yeah. And, and like I said, there was some booze when Dre came up, but he didn't get booed like that. And like you said, it was it was different because. Cast went up there and they got booed. And then five minutes later, 69 boys on stage and. They got cheered, you know, so it wasn't like it was like we were just going to boo everybody from the South or whatever the case may be. And I don't even think that Outkast got booed because they didn't like them. I think they got booed because they didn't agree with them winning exactly. in that category. Exactly. It wasn't like, nah, forget them. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you this. I don't think most people even heard them that was there in that crowd. No, I'm, I'm willing to bet they didn't. I'm willing like, to bet they didn't. But they beat Smith and Wesson. They're like, wait a minute, boo, nah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Exactly. And that might have been why old girl read the envelope like, <laughs> like these niggas, I don't even know what they what they make. And so so again, I think it's just it's revisionist history right, and it's right. is misunderstood. It's like, nah, see, they ain't focused in the South got something to say. I'm like, okay, great. We just didn't think you should have won this award. Just like how Biggie shouldn't have beaten us in the lyrics. It's not personal. Now, that's it's what just, they should have booed for. <laughs> I, I remember hearing a rumble. <sighs> yeah, so I, I, I'm with you on that. I am totally with you on that. It, 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 it. I think we have to give it context, and I think that's what you're presenting is that you know it's when you watch and I and I, I encourage all of you listening to when you finish this podcast, you get some time. Go, they have the full show on on YouTube. You can go back and watch it. It was, it wasn't. I don't think it was as contentious as people made it out to be up until Suge got up there and said what he said. So we have that. We have the bad boy performance and then the aforementioned uh, award for the best motion picture soundtrack of the year. Um, now, those nominees go to were. Let's see who those nominees were. Uh, Jason's lyric. Which I'm trying to think. Of, I don't do I even remember a song in that soundtrack. And and. For those of you listening, keep this in mind. Sound, movie soundtracks were huge back at this particular time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if people still do movie soundtracks, but um, they were dope back then. Um, Murder so was the soundtrack had the um, what's the name? You will know. Oh, okay, know okay. That's, that's your boy Tevin Campbell, right? No. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, but I mean, no. But I don't, I don't think it had shit or something. It had um, nah. Okay. Oh, um, what's the name? Remember Casey made um if you think you remade if Oh you yeah, you yeah, remade. yeah, from um uh Bobby Womack. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but that's that wasn't a dope soundtrack. Nah, well it didn't win, so no, nah, it didn't win. <laughs> yeah. Uh Murder Was the Case. Ooh. Um <laughs> Poetic Justice mm. and Above the Rim. That's the one. Yeah. So if that's that's who you vote for, Above the Rim? Yeah, come on, that's okay. the one. Yeah, I mean, come on, anything Wu Tang and SWV. Uh, that soundtrack was dope. Uh, that soundtrack also produced one of my, well, actually, my favorite Tupac song, "Pain," which ironically was on. What a weirdo. Yeah, not really. 
it was on it was on the tape, but it wasn't on the CD, which was weird. It wasn't dope. I love that song. That's my favorite Tupac That's song. Um, so above the rim wins, and that's when Suge Knight gets up on the stage and you know utters those famous words. First of all, I like to thank God. Second of all, I like to thank my whole entire Defo family on both sides. You know what I'm saying? I like to tell Tupac to keep his guards up. We ride with him. And one other thing I'd like to say, any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star and don't want to, want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the videos, all on the record, dancing, come to death row. And so you have that. So what was your thought when you heard Suge say those words? Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much like, damn. I'm like, well, I don't know what's about to happen because we know he there. Right. And see, this is what I'm saying. No. It happened. I do not believe that that happened before the performance. Yeah, it is. Go back, check it out. I mean, I, I mean, after the performance, mm-hmm. I thought he performed after he said mm-hmm. that. No, they they have it. Actually, they have it time stamped on here. They the the bad boy performance was at the forty four eleven mark, and the motion no, picture. Shit, look at you. <laughs> yeah, I do know. I do my homework, man. The not uh, really. the the Shug thing was at the fifty six fifty five mark. So. Mm. Um, All right, but um, I was, I was just like, yo, that's that's wild. I don't know why you're going in because again, if you look at the show, nothing, this entire show up until this point said anything about L.A. or West Coast or 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 Dre or Snoop or the words death row were even mentioned since they performed at the beginning of the. Um, fucking show. So up until that point, nothing. So then when that happened, you like first you like, oh shit! But then you like, where that come from? <laughs> like, That's exactly what I said. You, why would you even? What? That's the equivalent of him going up on the stage and just telling everybody how much he liked Domino's pizza. <laughs> Just like what, what, why, why are you up here saying that? Well, number one, why are you up here anyway? <laughs> so, I, mean, I was I thinking it. the same it thing, was, but I think he was the executive was, producer. No. I think. Yeah, no, the, the Brother Real soundtrack was on Death Row. The, right, okay, the song. Okay, gotcha, I mean the, the gotcha, album, gotcha. but it's like you are. You the money, do you buy? Man, Dre don't get up there and because Dre didn't Dre go up there with him. No, no, no. He was up there. I want to say no, with no, Sam Sneed. Sam Sneed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, no, no, it wasn't Sam Sneed. It was um the other weird dude, um something boy, Danny boy. Yeah, I think it was wow. Danny boy. Wow, wow. I got a good memory. You do. Um, <laughs> but 
Um, something boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> MC something but, boy. Oh man, Sheena now got to come out every time. <laughs> now I got to be young Lil MC something boy. Hey, that shit would fly. You put that on IG, you Lil Young something boy. <laughs> like, oh, he must be nice. What's the sound clap? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you stupid. You know, you know the name of my first single gonna be. What's that? My cuts is hot. <laughs> <laughs> my cuts is hot. Your guts are cold. <laughs> Yo. Oh god. <laughs> Off good one every now and then. Seems like one every podcast. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> but but nah, I just it was it was just like where did that come from? Because it was really no beef up until that. Mm-hmm. And really, <sighs> he and I always joke around and say he could have been talking about Jermaine Dupree too. I mean, we no, know he, he lied and said he did. Yeah, but we come up, come on, Shug. We knew like twenty years later. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Shug. We knew who you're talking about. All in the videos, dancing, you know. I thought, but I thought just like you, when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, like, why did you do that? Like, it was, it, it, when you look at it and you think about it just in the context of which is, in which you're looking at it, you don't see that coming. And like, it, it really came out of left field. And, um, you know, Suge literally drew a line in the sand, basically. And I, I really, and I, we'll talk about this a little later, but, you know, the whole East Coast, West Coast thing, as far as like, where it went and what it, why it was what it was, particularly for those of you who weren't around or you know were too lame to come outside. Um, but yeah, it was. I, this is this is why it's all bullshit. This is why it's all bullshit. Because mm-hmm. not only or firstly, it came out of nowhere. For the rest of, I'll just say for the rest of that show. Every time someone that was not from the West Coast went on stage, say, yo, we all good. Everybody's good. We love everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Want, they ain't got nothing <laughs> to do with nothing. We want no smoke. They was like, props to everybody. We don't care about no East, West. Mm-hmm. Every, Puff tried to squash it three different times. He did. On the show. It's just that motherfucker. It was like, nah, we good. And, and he hugged uh, Snoop. He did. After that. He did. Man, he come on, man. This, what? Yeah, you said we're gonna talk about the East Coast West Coast thing later. So go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So okay. So when we have that moment, um, and then the next moment after that is the award for producer of the year, um. <laughs> Which is, I think I remember these nominees. Of, of course, you do. <laughs> I think I do. Um, producer of the year, the nominees were Easy Mo B, mm. Slave, yes, Pete Rock. Don't need to say anything. Come on, man, Dr. Dre. I mean, whatever. <laughs> DJ Premier. You don't need to say nothing. Mm-mm. 
So Momello, my man, who are you giving that award to? Well, I can understand everyone winning that award except for Dr. Dre. If you want to get with the Easy Mill Boy, you might be like, you know what? That might be song of the year. So let's give it to him. Mm-hmm. If you want to give it to Primo or P. Rock, you be like, look, you nominated Biggie for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really did. Like, he cleaned up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but all these albums that's getting nominated, like, where do where them beats come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did them. Right. So Dre is the only one up there. It's like, oh, so, so, natural born killers and murder was the case. Really, man, mm-hmm. shut up. Nah. So if it was me, I'm probably giving it to Pete Rock. Ooh. But I can, I probably give it to Pete Rock. Only reason why I'm saying Pete Rock is because he was doing like. It's for Nas and, mm-hmm. and all these all these other niggas that around that time. I mean, Primo was doing the, the Gangstar album, mm-hmm. but Gangstar wasn't nominated for shit. Nope. So that's why I would take him. My only reason, um, and I I could understand Easy Mo B, but not Dre. Mm. But hey, man. Popularity, you got to give it. To, yeah. but, so, th- so this is a thing, and this is why, in my opinion, clearly, for the winners, it was not an East Coast bias. Because there's no way, if there's an East Coast bias, that Prima P Rock when they got an award. <laughs> this is true. I but agree. also, very important, I want to say. This is why these awards were the best. Because no other awards were you going to get a Pete Rock or a Primo nominated for shit. This is true. You're right. Because they'll Not never, the never, Pop Awards. never, <clears throat> no. never, you, you're never going to get a Smith and Wesson nominated <laughs> for shit. Never. Hey, you'll never have an ill and out scratch ever nominated. Nominated, no. And that's why these awards were so important because these were the closest we were ever going to get to people who made the shit we actually listened to, who were actually dope, getting their just desserts. Mm -hmm. Facts. It was never before or since. The only the closest thing we got was the vibe joints. And they tried to be like the American Music Awards. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't particularly care for those. And um, it was another one, but but these is this these were the only awards where you're gonna get. Man, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a shame what happened. You're right. You are absolutely right. Um, Matter of fact, what um what award show you you know gave out a, a soundtrack award? None. Exactly. I mean, like you <laughs> won't even get a soundtrack award on Soul Train. You know, right. Soul Train Music Awards. They had the Soundtrack Award, man. Come on, this these awards were incredible. Yeah, we, I, you and I just would have, <laughs> we would, we would have, we would have handed out different awards to different people. But mm. I had no problem with the categories because think about it like this: when you even like, if for those of you who out, like, I don't watch the Grammys, but 
for those of you who watch the Grammys, the categories and the people in the categories don't make any sense, especially when it comes to, you know, hip hop and R&B. I mean, you know, I don't even get me started on (laughs) R&B, but um, uh, rapid bullshit. I know. Right. (laughs) So before I give you my answer. Answer me this, and I hate to put you on the spot, but I know you probably know this. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't know it. Uh, Jay Rue's album, The Sun Rises in the East. What year did that come out? You know? Um, Jabba the Damage, uh, Sun Rises in the East. Was it 94? I can, you know, I can look it up real quick. I don't think so. Um, I think that one that one ninety three. Sun Rises in the East. I want to say... No, it might have been 94. It might have been the end of 93, early 94. I'm going to go early 90. No, no, it was 94. Okay. I know it was 94 because um, it was um, it was after Into the Stage by Black Moon. You're and right. That was, that was 93. You're right. So, yeah. May of 94. 94. May of 94. Good uh-huh. call. Um, see, I told you I could put him on the spot. He still knew it. I couldn't think of it. I get... I, I couldn't remember if it was 93 or 94. That album was produced by DJ Premier. Just my own personal bias. I would give that award to Premier based off of that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you said, he had the Gangstar stuff. He was also producing for Nas, other acts as well. It's I have to believe that this didn't make the cut probably, for the awards. Probably. I'm I'm willing to bet that it didn't because because there's no way Come Clean wouldn't have been up because Come Clean came out in '93 so that's that they got an award the year before. Okay, okay, you're I, right. And I think Jaru Jer- got a got something. At least got nominated the year before. So I think it, I think it missed the cut. Okay, so that would explain it because I couldn't see giving Dre and don't get me wrong. I thought Dre was you know incredible back then and still is to this day. Um, but at that, we're talking about context, so we have to talk about that particular time span. It's to me, it's between Primo and Pete Rock, and you know, Pete Rock, like you said, he did Nas. He also did at this particular time, uh, you know, Pete Rock and CL Smooth were still making albums. So, yeah, I'm going, I'm going and Primo. Fucking um, Dre won Producer of the Year '94, Social mm. Award. Okay. Man, get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, so if that's the case, no, I'm not giving it to Dre. It, it's it's got to go to Premiere. Um, and again, I'm... Oh, no, no bullshit, though. What's that? I forget the, um, I forget the nominees because I don't, I don't be knowing shit. But you know who won Lyricist of the Year in 94? Who? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I would have to see who he was up against for lyrics again. Lyrics, I'm guaranteeing you since Elmatic came out, who he was up against. Nah, man. Elmatic yes. <laughs> came out that year. Nah, I know, I know. Maybe so, they, I'm, I'm assuming they didn't submit it because <laughs> there's my. no way. <sighs> the entire the entire Wu Tang album came out with Snoop. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Lyricist of the year. That's He's crazy. incredible. That's He's crazy. my favorite. Hey, so what happened when um, Snoop went up? I mean, when Dre went up to get his award? 
So Dre goes up to get his award. He goes to think that there there's some, you know, there's some scattered booze in the area. Because um, Dre just beat Primo <laughs> and beat Rock. Yeah, and <laughs> and this is being held in New York City. So you can mm-hmm. understand now this is where there should have been some booze if there were gonna be any booze, because again, I can make a case for Pete Rock. I can make a case for Premier. Mm-hmm. You make a good point. A lot of Easy Mobi stuff was the Bad Boy sound, and if Bad Boy's winning all of these awards, by theory, Easy Mobi should at least be in the conversation, and maybe that's why he was nominated. Yep. But no, and that's no knock on Dre, but nah, Dre not win. You could put Dre in second place. You could put him in third place. I wait. No, Dre's not winning this award. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it 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 didn't look good. So Dre wins the award. Goes up to accept and Snoop Dogg takes the mic from him. Wait, wait, wait. The East Coast don't love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? The East Coast ain't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Death Row? Y'all don't love us? Y'all don't love us? Well, let it be known then. We don't give a fuck. We know y'all East Coast. We know where the fuck we at. East Coast and the motherfucking hope the hell. Yeah. Check this out. Check it out. We trying to make music for everybody to enjoy. You know what I'm saying? I got to give a shout out to my homie Big Stood for paving the way so I can make my music. Shout out to everybody at Death Row once again, and we out. <laughs> and says, y'all don't have any love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. We know when East Coast, you know, and of course, you know, they're beeping it out or whatever like that. <sighs> Putting your dislike for Snoop Dogg aside, just for a second. Mm-hmm. What did you make of that moment? Again, where did that come from? <laughs> this is this was my point. When and Snoop was on stage before that to get an award for something, mm-hmm. and he was fine. Thank you. Whatever. Because Suge went up there and did that shit. Mm. In my brain, he either, Suge either went back and put the battery in everybody's back like, nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. This is what we doing. Or weak-minded Snoop <laughs> was like, yo, nah, I'm riding with my, I'm riding with my people. And nah, fuck that. I'm gonna be hard now because somebody got my back because I weigh seven pounds. And he, y'all ain't got no love for what? You winning all the award? What are you talking about? You did a whole fucking performance to start the show. But they ain't got no love for him. Yeah, but you should have said something then if you would have felt that. Well, shut up. You fuck. So, 
that annoyed oh. the hell out of me. I'm like, man, so now all of a sudden, what let it be known and we know where we at. <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah. Ain't nobody, nobody's saying nothing to you. But the more you acting like an idiot, now we got to boo and be like, get the fuck off the stage. Right. If you would have just went up there and said, hey, yo, thank you, you know, uh, you know, the DPG. Westside? Uh, uh, LBC, yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Nobody right. cares. Nobody cares. Right. And Drake was up there. Hey, I, I want to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he straight took the mic out of his hand. Hold up, Drake. <laughs> man. Oh man. I yeah, that. I um. It was it was gasoline on the fire at that point. Uh, now I will agree with you. Now I, I love Snoop. You don't like Snoop. I will say this much. You're right. It was either he was either emboldened by, you know, what Suge said and, you know, it just kind of put the battery in the back. But, you know, they again, it goes back to what you said earlier. They weren't booing. And of course, you know, we can't scan the crowd and ask people why they're booing, but they they probably weren't booing because Dre was whack. We know he's not whack. He was one of the greatest producers of all time. So even at, even at that particular time, he was still legit. Um, so no, they weren't booing for that. But I wanted to put that in context. And one of the reasons why we were doing this podcast, particularly for those who weren't around at that particular time, I want you to understand that that category, you know, was a tough one. That might have. He just won it the year before because pl- please. And I'm glad you said that because I didn't know that make that no, makes it even worse. It's about to make eyes. more sense to you though because understand, he won it, and this is why I don't like that shit. He won it. He also won Artist of the Year mm. because remember he had album the Chronic that was that was ninety that was the ninety four. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, so listen, he won for the chronic. He won producer of the year because of the chronic. He won artist of the year, something the fuck how, because he's not an artist. Snoop won new artist of the year and lyricist of the year. Mm. And, mm. Come on. And so now all of a sudden they, <laughs> they got no love for him. Oh my God, man. Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. Phony, non-writing fuck. <laughs> Tell them how you feel, E. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, that just, like I said, it was gasoline on the fire at that point. Um, you know, I think what's interesting is if you ever get a chance to hear other artists, maybe artists who weren't even being nominated or performing that particular night, but were there. Hearing them talk about it, like I, I remember uh, hearing Questlove from the Roots talk about it because the Roots were there. And let's say you don't have a dog in the fight, like like somebody like the Roots, but you're just there. Uh, they talk about you know the tension and, and everything, like and it was just like you said, it was weird because Snoop brought. I mean, I'm not Snoop. Suge brought a whole bunch of people. You know, Wu brought a bunch of people. Mob Deep had. I mean, like it was everybody had their click and 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 you know, groups of people or whatever like that. And again, they're all in this arena. But but here's the thing, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their group and their cliques 
to celebrate with them. Yes. It wasn't, yes. yeah. hey, it, yeah, it might yeah. go down. Exactly. Let me bring my people. Exactly. No, no. It was there. They were there for the celebration. You weren't there for the beef. You were there for no. because up until that point, you know, it really wasn't a lot of beef to be honest. Nah, it wasn't until um, sticky fingers shut the ceiling <laughs> during um, throw your guns in the air <sighs> live on stage. People's like, uh, yeah, no. Right, right. So, so I tell you what, that is a great place for us to end this part. We'll come back uh, with part two. Um, so I want you to keep listening, of course. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. But again, we will be back with part two. Um, so for my man, Clayton, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Five G's. Rah. Cheer.